my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars of this piece of shit? Oh, are you? I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am West Coast Scott! How the hell did I get roped into this? Show me what you got. Scotty, beam me up. The force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. And here we go. stinger for like celebrity death like or, or we'll just open every show with a celebrity dying it's like a real upbeat just, like an up-tempo song we should we should probably start off by saying what the show is i mean coming off of our the the taping of our inaugural episode of charmed stuff tng episode one the power of three the power, episode one the power of three yeah yeah i can't you, wait till it, we get to that third episode if, yeah, the power of three. Man, do you think we can make it that long? Um, I don't know. If, if you want to hear the bonus show, the power of three, uh, Charm Stuff TNG, it's Charm going to Stuff be... TNG. It, it's going to be available in the slot normally filled by the sandwich shop on the weekend. So let's let's talk about that. Let's first talk about our Patreon, where for a dollar a month over at patreon.com slash geekstufftng, you get access to the Discord server for... $3 a month, you get the early bird special. You get these shows as soon as we're done recording them with the prep sheet. But for $5 a month, it's the bonus round where normally you get the sandwich shop, where Young Sandwich is expanding his geek education and watching things that maybe he didn't watch the first time around because he wasn't born or whatever, whatever his excuse is of the week. But this I originally week, suggested that it should be called the education of the Young Sandwich. The miseducation uh, of the Young Sandwich. Somehow... It got to be the sandwich shop. So. Sandwich shop. Um, but this week, it's going to be preempted for Charm Stuff TNG slash Episode Fortnite. 1. Episode 1. The Power of 3. The Power of 3. So that will be that will be there. And then uh, you also, in the bonus round, $5 a month, you get vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff um, coming up on the 1st and the 15th. I think the one that just went out on the 15th was episode... 77 lucky number 77 um can't remember what happened in that one but it was a good one is kev there or is kev missing again no he was there he was there in that one and uh hold hold it hold it hold it hold it what's in your hand there sandwich nothing what's that are you reminding us that you're 
preparing for your at some point what was it i didn't even see it of shogun oh those are coming up soon are we are we ready to start doing the 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 epic tale of sandwich shop on shogun i have to i have to set up uh something in my room to watch dvds on again because i had unplugged everything that's what i have to do is i have to plug in my xbox again oh god forbid so there will be some episodes coming God up. God forbid you plug in your Xbox and play with your friends. God forbid. No, he's a console man now. No, he's, he's a not a console man. He's a I'm PC I'm sorry, he's a man. PC man. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, All the let, let, me, the PC. let me finish up the social medias. You get the vintage episodes. It was uh, 77 was selling our shit. You were going through and thinning out the collection of comic books back in the day. Uh, and there was also talk, the first discussion of the Karate Kid with uh, Jaden Smith. So, oh. Um, oh, back in the day. Jaden Smith, who is getting rightly smited on Twitter and elsewhere for the A comments he made about his father after the Oscars, where he said, that's how we do it, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we, we laugh and first. People and are writing violence. back, hey, uh, your dad just uh, just resigned from the Academy. So is that how you do it? <laughs> Which I thought was a really funny comment. Uh, let's see. All right, let's finish up social medias here. For $10 a month, you get to watch live and direct and even get maybe an extra bonus show on the live of Charm Stuff TNG, Charm episode Stuff one, TNG. The Power of Three. <clears throat> episode uh, one, The Power of Three. If you want to call the Charmed, the Charmed Stuff line, you can yeah. call it at... Uh, did we get a new phone number for Charm no, Stuff? No, it's the same number. We... Okay, just making sure. I didn't know if we just, got that number yet. They, what you need to do, though, if you call the Charmed line, uh, you need to make sure that you distinguish that you're calling for Charm Stuff TNG and not and, – and if you're calling for Geek yeah. Stuff TNG, just yeah. make sure that you identify that at the beginning of your phone call, yes. which – So it's which, either the power of three will set you free brands. or the power of the geek will set you free. P- well, please pick your uh, – If you're your calling intro. for Geek Stuff – Press one. If you're calling for charmed, press three because press the power three. of three oh. will set you free. See, that's how it works. Uh, and if you're gonna call the phone, you're gonna call the GVM line because that's where everything comes into the TNG universe. Two zero one seven three zero two five four seven. Or you can send us an email at charmstufftng at, at gmail. Don't, don't don't because we don't have it yet. You better get on that now, Scott. You better open that up. GeekStuffTNG uh, at gmail.com. Uh, all right. All right. Now, both... Open that Gmail account and <laughs> link it over. I'll get it, get it quick. All right. Let's uh, let's move on. Again, I was what I started to say was that there's been so much celebrity death of late. And uh, this time it was Gilbert Gottfried, right? Another fantastic stand-up comic from the 80s comedy boom. And we are losing them far too often. What I thought in that moment when I heard that Gilbert Gottfried died, what I thought in the moment was the last time I saw Gilbert Gottfried, he was talking about Saget's death, mm-hmm. which yeah. I, I thought was ironic. Somebody, I, I saw quite quite a few places, uh, a, a photo literally taken. They said it was taken like in January and it was Saget and Louis Anderson and Gilbert Gottfried together, like yeah. relatively recently. And it's just like, damn, and they're all three dead. Yep. Have us in threes, the power of three. The power of three. The power of free will. It's got to rhyme with, with free and mean death. 
The power of three will set your soul free. Nice. Basically. Or something. I guess we've got a name for this episode, The Power of Three. Three. Um, it's a magic number. Oh. Three. There you go. Magic number. That's even the, that's the intro to the episode. That's, yes, that's closing number. Closing closing. You gotta song. pull that. You gotta pull that. Good. But pull the pull the actual schoolhouse rock version of the song. Not the fucking not the off that album where uh, you know, whoever it was, the 90s or the early 2000s top pop bands uh, did their take on the Schoolhouse Rock songs. They were awful. You need the actual Schoolhouse Rock version of Three is a Magic Number. I will do that. All right, let's move into some geek stuff. What's in the news? So we can get moving on this episode. So uh, Will Poulter doesn't think that... Uh, Method acting is a good excuse for inappropriate behavior on the set. So the first question on is... On part of whom? Well, I think he's saying in general. Who's Will Poulter? It, who knows? That's, uh, Will that's, Poulter. Um, you go. No, you go. I'm dying to know that if you know who Will Poulter is. That's the next uh, Adam Warlock. Yes. Next Adam Warlock. Okay, now name one other thing he's done. Uh, Maze Runners? And then he actually the was in those movies, wasn't he? I always forget that he was. I always think of him as the as the weird kid on We're the Millers. Yeah, because he looks so yeah. different now. It, it, it's because he very does look out. incredibly different now. <laughs> um, but uh, I loved him in that movie, and in fairness, I loved everyone in that movie. Uh, um, I, I I loved uh, Jennifer Aniston. I loved uh, Jason Sudeikis. Uh, I love that guy with the mustache whose name I always forget, but whenever I hear cousin Dave talk, that's who I think he sounds like <laughs> that guy what with the mustache his name. Who's that guy with the mustache? He was on like, what was he on parks and rec or one of Ron, I cannot remember his name. Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Is that, that's not the actor's name though. Is it? Is it? No, that's, that's the, that's the character from parks and rec. Um, she, yeah. Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. That's it. Nick Offerman. I. That's who I. I believe cousin Dave looks like Nick Offerman because that's the face I see when I hear Dave talk. So that just putting that out there. And and uh, what's her name? Emma um, Roberts. Roberts. Julia Roberts' niece. I think Eric Roberts is her dad. I'm pretty sure. And uh, I loved all of them in that movie. That movie was really 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 funny so if you've not had a chance uh go have a peek at that movie very funny stuff um but yeah will poulter gonna be our adam warlock in guardians 3 and speaking of guardians uh the thor love and thunder trailer dropped this morning yes thank you to sandwich for passing that on so that uh, i could wake up and have a chuckle I thought it was a perfectly well done teaser. Mm -hmm. You know, we got some nice imagery in there. We got uh, we got a really really good laugh in there. Couple of them really, but one really really good laugh. And then you know, and then the sort of surprise at the end of actually seeing Natalie Portman, you know, in the armor with the hammer, yes. <clears throat> um, which I also thought was good. What we're not seeing in there, um, 
apparently is that her hair might be a bit more blonde now than it has been in the previous Thor movies. That may have something to do with her being Thor. I'm not exactly sure if that's the case. Um, but um, simultaneously dropping officially today, although you'd have to be living under a rock to have not seen them by now, is the Marvel Legends wave from this movie. And it, it includes... Um, it includes uh, what they're calling, I can't remember, they're not calling it Thunderstrike Thor, but it's basically the way Thor looked in Thunderstrike. So vest on, you know, jeans, hammer, long hair. Um, and then you have a fully armored Thor. It looks like a latter day armor, like 90s-ish armor. Um, you're getting Jane, um, who I believe is, they're billing her as the mighty Thor, I think. So you're getting her in her armor with, I believe the alternate head is blonde hair. I'm pretty sure you're getting King Valkyrie. Um, oh, which, okay. which is Valkyrie, you know, who is the King now? Why is she not queen Valkyrie? That's, I don't understand that yeah. yet. Hmm. Yet. Um, who am I forgetting? You're getting Gore, the God killer. That is, um, well, I was happy. He wasn't in the, the teaser. I was happy to, well, that's because it's a teaser. Now, if we actually get a full trailer, which I'm guessing we're going to get in front of. No, Dr. Dr. Strange. It's too early. It would be too early for Dr. Strange because Dr. Strange is less than a month away. Well, so and I don't know Thor's that June. Full. What's that? Thor's in June, isn't he? Thor's in July. Oh, I thought it was June. I don't know why. No. And so I thought maybe we would get, I thought this maybe they would skip the teaser and give us a full trailer, but they did not. Um, who am I forgetting in the wave? And, and uh, uh, Thor, Gore is Thor. played by uh, Batman, right? Yes, Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Uh, and his foray into the Marvel Universe. I suspect it will be his only foray. Which like, is fine. Like Eccleston. Cool. Um, Oh, and yeah, so the other two in the line are a Star-Lord uh, who, I out of the gate, I'm not agreeing with putting Star-Lord in this line, although I'm, I know he's in the movie. It's an updated look for him, so that's fine. I just think there are probably other characters in this movie that probably would, would have been better choices. And uh, on the same note, we're getting... Now, what is this? It's got to be late teens or young adult Groot. Yes. So another iteration of Groot. He's slightly bigger now, so he's not teen Groot anymore. Um, he looks like later teens or young adult Groot. So we'll see how they play that, because the way I think they've been playing him growing up, I think is spectacular. So I'm looking forward to it. So that's the line. And then the Build-A-Figure is um, Korg. So we're getting another version of Korg, this time as a Build-A-Figure. And he's wearing, you know, whatever that outfit is that he's wearing that you see in the trailer, some kind of Viking sort of outfit. Mm -hmm. um, you also see, uh, I believe, it looks to me like Zeus in the trailer. Yeah. You know, and some of the other gods, uh, the, the, the Greek gods, right? I mean, that's what it looked like Zeus to me. Right, so Zeus. I mean, the, the, the lightning bolt yeah like catch was kind of like oh this must be zeus yeah so i'm i'm assuming we're going to get that i'm wondering if we're going to get a hercules out of this now i hope right. he was in the avengers right i mean hercules is a 
yeah member of the avengers important character in in the avengers at, at, at some points but so is black knight so and we you know and i and everyone seems to be up in the air about what's happening with with that character right now because according to uh according to uh you know what's his name uh shoot kit harrington according to kit harrington he's not currently signed for any other marvel films now he could just be lying but i mean you never know so anyway that's it could uh, be an interesting uh like new avengers team if they do like a hercules black knight or maybe this is all just well the hercules could be the thor for the uh the thunderbolts if they keep doing that the, the story though i think what they could do with that avengers that avengers team is the the i mean the arc seems fairly easy in the sense that they're not sort of a congealed team and they have to come together as one a lot like honestly a lot like the first avengers movie yeah i mean yeah they're, basically they're just going to do that again right they'll introduce yeah. these characters in yeah. in their own movies or as characters in yeah. other movies and then and then the next avengers movie will be that's it forming a new you, team you can make it a yeah. whole bit about people like oh look it's the avengers no no it's a diverse it's group of individuals it's thor no i'm hercules look it's captain america no i'm the u.s agent look well, no that that won't happen it'll be no but you know what i mean like they could that'll do be that. the thunderbolts if they do thunderbolts now because i mean unless they posthumously name it after thunderbolt ross i don't think we're gonna get any with thunderbolt ross anymore i think that that chapter is done so i don't know it seems like there's a lot of uh there's a lot of different loose ends ways and directions here so i'm i'm just kind of like sitting in back and trying to just let it happen i watched um uh, i watched no way home again last night loved it still think it's excellent Mm -hmm. um and the whole setting up Stephen strange uh dr strange 2 i thought was really great too so i mean i mean there's a lot of stuff to look forward to there's a lot of stuff happening right now so you know gotta take it as it comes man but i mean uh funko pops uh lego sets the whole schlemiel is kind of hitting the wall here or hitting the hitting the streets in the coming days uh, looking forward to ordering that Marvel Legends wave from Love and Thunder. I believe they're going to announce during Hasbro's Marvel live stream tomorrow. That's right. Get the stinger ready, Scott, because next week. <laughs> no, they're usually pretty good. It's the Star Wars ones that suck. Anyway, uh, yeah, so d- that's uh, expected to be talked about tomorrow. But the the uh, I believe the drop date on those is going to be the end of the month, like April 28th or something like that. So you'll be able to order your uh, your new Love and Thunder Legends figures from there. What, what are those typically, what's the price point on that? They just went up again. So are they 25, 27, something like that? What was that video Expensive. game where the, like, the character, like you played the game, but the, you moved characters and they were on like kind of an octagonal disc that they sat on and you moved them around and they like crossed it over with every different IP so that you could have to buy these little figures to play a game. Um, I feel like oh, it was a Nintendo game. There was, there was a, a there, there was, was yeah, there were two of them actually. There was a, what was the one? There was the one the that Amiibos. had Disney license. 
There was the Amiibos. That was all the Nintendo stuff. Right. There was the, the Disney one was like, um, what the fuck are they called? I can't remember what they're called. They uh, And there's also the Lego, Lego Dimensions is sort of the Lego version of that. Yeah. So, I, and the only reason I bring it up is because my kid's obsessed with Star-Lord right now. And at uh, WonderCon, like two weeks ago, in the, in the, loose figure bin was a star lord from that video game you know so it's like disney oh, infinity infinity that's it yeah that's so there's it, so yeah. many of those like nobody plays the game but they're like little static figures i don't believe the game is supported anymore yeah i think no. i think it's just it's over and done but you, so you find those mm-hmm. figures just out and about in the world um at thrift stores and what have you so but yeah so and i was wondering you know now. 25 bucks is a lot to spend for a, a star lord figure that you know is not West Coast God is about to have to spend that money on the new Star Lord figure coming in the Love and Thunder line. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, so I'll keep an eye out for it, but but we'll see. Does he like Groot? Um, I mean, he likes all the Guardians, but like right now, he's obsessed with Star Lord. Oh, good, because like, there's two of them in that line, so you're gonna have to buy two. Oh, great, you're have to drop fifty-five, sixty bucks. Jeez. It was it was Hulk, uh, you know, maybe six months ago. And like now, now he's now it's uh, well. You know what it's like, little kids. Yeah, the Hulk. No, it, it, it's fun. I little mean, it, it's kids good. and people who don't keep their video game commitments. They love the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. anyone and who loves the Hulk who don't leave their edgy phase love the Joker. <laughs> Wait, they don't leave their what? Their edginess phase. I can't. There's there's a truck going by. Hold on a second. What the heck? What the heck? Okay, what phase are you saying now? Oh, the the edgy phase. The edging phase? Edgy. edgy. He's calling you an edgelord. Oh, edgy fa- Oh. Edgelord I- TNG. That's the name of the show. I didn't say I Kevin I- was an edgelord. I did not say Kevin. I did not say anyone in particular. I would never I, do No, that. I get it. I understand what he means. Um. All right. So... Anyway, to wrap up, Will Poulter, again, he's just saying that uh, method acting is not an excuse to be naughty on Are the set. Are we talking about Will Poulter? We started That's way back started with, with Will Poulter. Because I think um, I think it was in relation to Jared Leto being a, a scumbag. Yeah, that, that's all. I mean, it's just Jared Leto's a scumbag. Because and... he method acts and is just a douche to everybody and uses oh, method acting as an excuse. Yeah, that, did we talk about this last time? Didn't didn't we say uh, what's his name? Daniel Day Lewis is a method actor, and I don't feel like he's got the reputation for being a scumbag. I've never heard Daniel Day Lewis is an asshole. Right. I mean, he, but he stays never in character. I've heard it's it's odd to be talking to him, and he's still Lincoln. You know, when you're just you know having a having a snack at the at the craft services table, but he's not a jerk. I I actually I loved him as Lincoln. I have to say, I I'm trying to think of Daniel that last movie that he did. I wasn't a big fan of, but Every other one, I think. I, I can't think of a Daniel Day Lewis movie where I, where I didn't really like the character and where I really didn't like his performance. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of a single film where I was like, "Fuck Daniel Day Lewis." Dude, Lincoln was solid, but man, um, what's it called? There will be blood. I just that character, man. I could watch that over and over yeah, again. About, He's just such about, a great character. Uh, Bill the Butcher. Uh, yeah. Right. A bright spot in an otherwise dull and dim movie, uh, Bill the Butcher. You, it's you the whole have, reason I like the what movie. What about, uh, huh? It's the whole reason I even watched that movie. Yeah, and what about what about Hawkeye from uh, Avengers? No, uh, from Last of the Mohicans. Yeah, I've never Brilliant seen Last of the Mohicans. 
What's that? I've never seen that one. I've never seen that one, and I've never, never really? seen My Left Foot. Those those are a couple of Daniel Day-Lewis oh, movies I haven't goodness. seen. Well, My Left Foot is another... That's another level of performance. Right. My Left Foot. I, I liked like, Nine, I too. Did you like Last Nine? Last of the Mohicans is, is... I think Last of the Mohicans is possibly one of my favorite historical dramas. I think that's probably true. In fact, quick story about that. There's, um, there's a character in the movie played by Russell Means, who is an actual... Well, I think he's still alive. He was he was a still is Native American activist in like the 60s and 70s. And um, this is one of the guys who kind of like was I think he was friendly with Marlon Brando and like helped coordinate that sending the the Native American woman up to receive his Oscar for whatever Godfather, whatever it was. And uh, uh you know, he was one of those people and he plays Chingashkuk in um Gesundheit. Yes. Uh he plays that's it, make fun of Native American names. Sorry. Good. We're, we're not gonna get canceled or anything. Uh and uh he in, in Last of the Mohicans, and he has a weapon I had never seen before in my life any such thing. It's called a gunstock club. And the reason I know about this is because I was so obsessed with it after the movie. I was like, oh, my God, I want one of those, you know, and I had no idea what it was. And, you know, like I'm consulting books and things. I'm just not able to find it. And so I, I decided that I was going to call the director of the movie who was um, uh, what's his name? Michael Mann. So I literally, I somehow found Michael Mann's office number in LA and I called it up and a dude answers the phone. I'm like, Hey, I'm calling him. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to find out about this. And whoever the dude was, I'm like, well, maybe you can help me. I'm just trying to find out what this weapon was. And he goes, really? And I said, yeah. And he goes, that's really awesome. You know? And he starts telling me all of these things about this weapon. And he goes, well, give me your address and I'll send you a bunch of stuff and I'll put you in, in contact with this guy, Lee Teeter. I'll tell you who he is in a second. Um, and it turns out the guy I was talking on the phone was Michael Mann. Because <laughs> his secretary was like out of lunch or something and the guy's answering his own phone. Michael Mann sends me a packet of historical references for the Gunstock Club. Then he, then he sends me, um, he, he puts me in contact with Lee Teeter. Now, Lee Teeter is a painter. You might know him or you might know his work. I'd say his most famous work is there's a picture of a guy in a suit. Let's call it late 70s, early 80s. And he's got his hand leaning up on the Vietnam Memorial Wall. And oh, sort of. OK. And you can see wall, you can see the image in the in the reflection in the reflection is like his buddies. That guy who painted that, his name is Lee Teeter. He was, uh, I think he was the lead historical, like, researcher. What do you call those guys? Reference guy? Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. And uh, the lead historical, I can't remember what, what, the, what that title is that they get. Consultant, right? Historical consultant or whatever. Because this guy apparently is expert on East, Eastern United States, Native American, something. And I talked to him for a really long time about it too. And he told me this and that, and he put me in touch with the guy who built the props. And I talked to that guy for a while. Anyway, it's the, it's this, it's just a little story about me reaching out to the film world. Cause I'm interested in history. 
Yeah. There you go. Last of the Mohicans came out in 1992, so that was very young, Kev. Uh, hi, I was. sir. I was uh, really. How old? My name is Lil Kev, and I have I, questions I, I, about the Gunstock Club. I was club. born four years after. Right, so that means I was probably I don't know, probably right around the same age. <laughs> Negative four. <laughs> my mom was graduating high school. Oh, that was your mom. <laughs> <laughs> so my last of the Mohican story would go back to the uh oh, oh we all say our last of the Mohican. Yeah, here's our last of the Mohican story. It, We're it was, all doing one. It's you better sky, have one. Sam. You better think up one. Uh, it was the, 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 the Ben Stiller my show. Favorite South Park spoof. Yeah. Now, so, sandwich. You know of Ben Stiller. He started yeah. off with a show on MTV that was all like movie parodies, and well, one, it was a variety. It was it was like SNL. Right. Well, they were, but they weren't live. Like they were filmed sketch parodies. Yeah. Um, the Ben Stiller show. Yeah, the Ben Stiller show, which was great, and I loved it. And especially at the time, the the parody and the satire was so good. Um, but all I remember and all I know about Last of the Mohicans is Ben Stiller playing Daniel Day Lewis, selling the Last of the Mohicans uh, exercise equipment, and he goes, you know, for a light workout, I put it on run treadmill. by bears, and it's a treadmill. Yeah, so he's running, like the speeds it's like are the Mohican Master Two Thousand or something, wasn't it? Yes, something like that. And and the joke, the punchline that I I say every time I hear Last of the Mohicans, it put the I can in this Mohican, and that's what I remember about the Last of the Mohicans. Yeah, and scene, <laughs> and sandwich. Tell us your memories of uh, of, of, of a movie that came uh, out when you were negative four years old. Um, the South Park episode making fun of it is my favorite episode of South Park. Was there one? Yeah, it's like a it's like Butters goes to Mexico, like the last of the Montague or something like that, and he has and then he has to run back, <clears throat> run back to America, and Cartman's trying to stop him. I don't remember that one, but okay, I'll have to look it up. So. Uh, Did Sandwich just create a South Park episode to get him out of telling a story? <laughs> he about knows there's too many episodes, and they parodied everything. So if you just yeah, if you just say so that, he, oh man, you I can't be proven South wrong. Park did that. Wait a I've minute. never used that excuse before and gotten called out about it. Simpsons did it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the other one you could do. Yeah, there's yeah. so many, there's so many episodes you could just claim that it was on that. Um, Simpsons did it. Fucking South Park did that. They did an episode about the fact that the Simpsons have done everything. <laughs> that was a, that was actually one of my favorite episodes. That one. Anyway, well, uh, with that, bring this episode of. <laughs> yeah, we're almost almost ready for a break. Um, just on that same note, with uh, the the bad behavior, Cuba Gooding Jr. pled guilty to forcible touching. So you know he's going to be showing someone the money soon. In the is that like in, a. Oh, I see what you did there. You see what I now, did there? that movie, Sandwich, was called Jerry, Jerry Maguire. Tim and Tom Cruise. And his big line in it was, show me the money. Yes, and he's making Tom Cruise yell, show me the money. And he won an Academy Award for it. Did he? Yeah. Yes. I didn't even know he had one. And a great acceptance speech and a really br a brilliant performance. He and Regina King, I thought, were amazing in that movie as supporting characters. So uh, I was not surprised at all when he got nominated. I was surprised that he won, but I was not surprised at all that he got nominated. I forgot that was I, Regina King. 
That was Regina King. Yeah. Right. She was she was the she was the star of the Watchmen show, right? That was Regina yes. King. I, I yeah. I, I just I mean, when you said that it just made me think of the Watchmen show and how good that was. Um if you read the book. I mean, yeah. But but it I mean was not it, a see, it was not in any way related to the movie. No. But it was it was no way it was great. related to the movie. Also the but the ending was bad. No, I don't think well, so. Because it wasn't intended to be the ending. I think it was. It was a limited. It was. That was a limited series. No, no, no. It was canceled. But I that feel was like not the ending to be a one-off. I feel like the ending was was strong because it, it is. It's an ambiguous ending, but it's an ending it was, that you can yeah, live my with. Problem, my problem canceled. with the ending was that literally Doctor Manhattan got caught because Doctor Manhattan said, "Oh, I have to get caught." That's just lazy writing to me. Well, if you know the, have you read the book? Oh, yeah. here we go. Yeah, well, I you, literally have you read it right the here. book and you know the character, then you know that that is with definitely within the sphere no, of that I, character. I, I know, but it just seems so lazy to me. Okay. It's just like, like I I will be caught. Thus, I will always be caught because I'm caught. And then it gets caught. He well, dies. but he, but he, he's, time doesn't mean anything to Dr. Manhattan, though. So, right? So he exists no, in I, all I, states I, simultaneously. No, but it just. And he's tired of these humans in their existence, right? It just felt like, like I said, it just felt lazy to me. I don't know why. This week on News to Me, we talk about a graphic novel from forty years ago. Um, all right, almost. let's 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 hit the other uh, the other coming attraction, the other trailer. Uh, we didn't talk about it last week. The the Stranger Things season four. Oh, we can talk about that. No, we talked we talked about Massive Talent. How? Yeah, we did. Nicholas Cage. I, that's going to be great. Um, what about uh, Stranger Things season four? Did they show a trailer for that? I didn't see. Yes, it. we watched it while we were waiting. Oh, I see. <laughs> um, so, so go ahead. Are you go ahead, sandwich. Plans while you're waiting too? Just asking. <laughs> you know, if we started the show on time, we'd have more time to play uh, Fortnite afterwards. Not with my friends. Anyways, um, so the big bad Kev is Vecna for this year for this season apparently. Like D&D Vecna. It's that time of the night. We turn on the black light. Let the dungeons and the dragons begin. It's D&D. Vecna. Like the hand of Vecna and the eye of Vecna. I remember those two magic items from back in the day. Yes. And that apparently is going to be the big bad. I somehow am feeling it is something that is using Vecna as a form, perhaps. Yeah, because it just it seems weird to me that's like so on the nose, like, oh, we're going to use Vecna. It just sounds like weird. I, I hope it's good. I'm not complaining about it, but like a named D&D character as opposed to a monster, I just thought was a little weird. Well, it's, it's but it, whatever the entity is, went into yeah. one of their minds yeah. and was like, oh, hey, this Vecna thing, man, they, they're afraid of that. I'm going to be yeah. that Vecna thing. Well, because even yeah. even in season one, right, it was the Mind Flyer? Mind Flayer? No, it was a Demigorgon. Yeah. Demigorgon. Oh, it was season the two. Mind Flayer wasn't was... It wasn't a D&D Demigorgon, though. No. But that's what it I'm saying is... In, in their D&D game, the figure... That they had for the Demigorgon. They called it the Demigorgon, but it doesn't match, I don't think. Am I wrong, Sandwich? It doesn't match any Demigorgon sure illustration yeah. I've ever seen. No, I don't think it does either. That's what I'm kind of saying is like what you, I think you have it right, Kev. It's whatever this evil entity that's coming from the upside down, it just takes on a form 
from their imagination yeah. or whatever. If yeah. they had imagined a giant marshmallow man. Right. What do you, you know, do, right? The form has been chosen. What? What? You didn't, did you choose anything? No. Did I didn't choose, choose anything? anything. My mind no. is totally blank. I didn't choose anything. Ray, what did you do, Ray? Oh, shit. I tried to think <laughs> of the one thing that couldn't possibly harm us. This looks nothing like the Demogorgon. In the, in... It's like it's a two-headed monkey Man. with tentacle hands. Yeah, that's the, that's from the original Monster Manual. That's the image yeah. I can I remember. Yeah, but anyway, but the Ray's same thing. The, it, bye bye. it was the Mind Flayer in a, a, a later on episode, and it didn't do any of the things that the Mind Flayer does in D and D. Right, that's just what they called it. Right, yeah, I just beyond, like mess they with they your got mind. These things from Will's head. Yeah, which uh, that makes sense. And so, you know, if it's Vecna now, then it's Vecna. I mean, totally fine, because it could mean, whether you see this as good or bad, it could mean more D&D, Stranger Things-related stuff, which is fine by me. I'm fine with the D&D products. Um, uh, But, yeah, I mean, and is am I right? Isn't this the final season four? I think there's supposed to be one more. Oh, I I thought this was fourth and final. I, I don't know. I could remember if it was fourth and final or if this was fourth was the final. I mean, the kids are getting so old. Yeah, I know. Millie Bobby Brown is probably, what, 15 or 16 now or something. And when on earth are they just going to cast her as young Leia and do the fucking movie? And let's be done with it already. You know, I saw another one. They they said... uh, it's like they, they they call it like actors in the same font, right? Where they like look very similar. And it was Millie Bobby Brown and Elizabeth Perkins, and 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 several pictures. And she does. They look like they could be. A, it looks like a younger version of her for sure. The, the, the fifth and final season yeah. is gonna ha- is gonna be one more season after this. So I don't know how we one up Vecna as a bad guy, but which one is Elizabeth Perkins? Uh, she was the one from Big. Oh yeah. No, I'd rather see her as Carrie Fisher. No, I mean I think she 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 definitely can pull off young, you know, the Young Leia Chronicles or whatever too. But <laughs> and why on earth is that show not called The Lando Chronicles? After the thing that he fucking spoke into in the fucking anyway. That aside. Um. So so here's a, a thing. I mean, the you know, Calrissian so, Chronicles. The Calrissian Chronicles looks good. But so yeah, Stranger Things season four. Like yeah, the stakes seem pretty high. Here's my thing. I'm getting tired of the trope in movie previews to play some slowed down version of some 80s rock song or or some you know, just take some pop song and do and some slower weird version of it. Yeah. I'm just kind of getting like it, it's so overused at this point. I'm I'm sick of it. Which well, one did they I use ha- again? I think what I'll say to that is that I think it was it's Journey these dreams. Appropriate here. Yeah, but I mean, it, they use it everywhere else too. I mean, even you know, it, it wasn't a, an altered or just distorted version of "Sweet Child of Mine," but you know, Thor: Love and Thunder was using an '80s rock song. You know, and it's like it's just kind of, it just seems like it's so overused these days. '80s nostalgia is the way to go still for a little while. Don't yeah. worry, soon we'll be shifting to '90s nostalgia. If cool. they if they made Back to the Future today, he would be traveling back to 1992. The year, coincidentally, <laughs> that The Last of the Mohicans came out. <laughs> da, 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 da. 
and he'll, he'll go to the you 20 time machine and he'll go to 2040 no he would go to 2050 something right you made a time machine out of a tesla <laughs> that's what it would be well except teslas are actually in production so uh yeah well, oh, yeah but you know that's heavy elon musk is going to fund the new reboot that way, with all instead of buying Twitter, he's going to do the reboot of the Back to the Future as long as it's a Tesla. Buy a real DeLorean, like a time they're, traveling. They're making DeLorean. them again. They're making yeah. DeLoreans again, supposedly. Somebody is. You know what it would be? It'd be like a Hummer, like an old. That it'd be like one of those old giant Hummers because those aren't in production anymore. Well, if you want something that's yeah that's gone, like it would be more like a like a Fiero or some you know <laughs> some oh, shitty Pontiac Hugo. Pontiac Fiero Hugo, nice. Oh boy! All right, let's uh, let's keep moving on. Um, let's see here. Anything? Anything? I, Star Wars uh, Kenobi is going to have cameos galore, apparently. Well, that was expected because I imagine what we're going to see is about a billion flashbacks. So, and they're just going to cover canon and, from and, from the Clone Wars. Is that yeah, what they're going to do? I think what we're going to see. I think I think as much let's call it show current material, meaning the storyline of Kenobi on Tatooine and whatever's happening in that. I think we're going to see just as much live action Clone Wars stuff as we see Kenobi in the desert. Else, why bring back Hayden Christensen? Which probably also means we're going to see a teen... Ahsoka Tano also, I imagine. And uh and and perhaps some of those other characters as well. Maybe we'll see Rex. You know, we'll see a de-aged uh Tamora Morrison uh as Rex and or Cody. <laughs> you know, so the the possibilities are endless there. I mean, if that's the era that they're gonna go back to, which I suspect again, that's I think it would be nice to see some live action Clone Wars era stuff because we only really have, I mean, at, at best, we have the very, very beginning of Revenge of the Sith and then we have the cartoon. So it would be nice to codify some of that stuff with some reality. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. But they're also talking about the fact that Vader and Kenobi will meet again which I don't understand, and I'm I'm interested to see how they're going to handle that because there's enough illusion to the fact that if Obi Wan has been in hiding, and Vader can ferret out Luke, you know that he's got to be able to, you know, what is it just that he's so far away on Tatooine? Like I don't know. There's a lot about that whole Vader and Ben meeting again thing that I don't like. So I think we're just going to have to wait and see, you know, what they're going to do there. And isn't it true that something along the lines, I heard this is true, but I don't know that you uh, and McGregor will be like the same age as Alec Guinness when he filmed star Wars or something like that, or close or some shit. That's what I heard anyway. Yeah, I think that's true. I can look it up, which is strange because Alec Guinness looked fucking old in Star Wars. I mean, maybe purposefully, but 
you know, Ewan McGregor looks like Ewan McGregor. So, so he was born in 1914. Alec right. Guinness, right? So what? 77 minus 14? 77 minus 14. So what's that, 63? All right. Well, I guess he's yeah. not that old then. So how old is Ewan McGregor? McGregor's not 63. He's probably 40-something. No, he's, he's got to be older than that. Ewan McGregor 51. was born in 1971, making him yeah, 51. Yeah, so he's 50. 51, yeah. Well, close. Yeah, so... So yeah, so he's not quite not quite the same age as Alec Guinness, right? But how how, how far before uh, the events of A New Hope are we? If we're ten, so, if mean, we're ten years before the events of A New Hope, he's exactly the right age. Isn't Ben? Isn't Luke? Looks like he's That's like true. nine ish. Yeah, he's right? like a kid. Yeah, yeah, eight yeah. nine years old, something like that. Yeah, no it's... more than ten. Like honestly. Well, we'll have. Well, I don't know that he's more than ten. I mean, we'll no see. more than ten. I know more than ten. Yeah, I agree with that. But I don't know. I I don't know that they've announced uh, uh, if they said officially the time frame. I don't know if they said that officially. It's got to be roughly speaking. It has to be the same. I mean, it has to be around the solo time, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It's got to be. So what's what's the over under on a uh, Han Solo cameo in somewhere in there? If there isn't one, that would be a shame. But I'm guessing there isn't going to be one. And not even that they meet. Uh, you think uh, that he'll just be he'll walk through the background like he'll be there? I mean, that would be amazing if that so, happened. Mm-hmm. I just don't think. It, I think you're more. How, like how old is he at this point? Probably is he a lot older than Luke, or is he? I'd say he's got seven, eight years on on Luke. So he'd be like a young punk Han Solo. I'd say he'd be like the beginning of Solo Solo. Yeah, but, but then wouldn't that put him on that other planet? Yeah, it would. I mean, that there's not uh, on uh, on Corellia. Yes, that's all it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's I mean, that's why I'm saying like I think there are enough logistical reasons to not have them cross over. Yeah in the Kenobi series, because if he's still on Corellia, you know, maybe it's his dad, you know, <laughs> maybe it's his dad that he meets up with. Who knows? On duo. There is a, there's a <laughs> lot of, there's a lot of room there to play. You're just not, you, you're just gonna, if you try to ham hand it though, that's the way it's going to come across. Yeah. So I don't think they should do that shit. Yeah. Well, I think we hey, should. Hey, we should take a break. Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break and then come back with more streaming news. Parched. I'm parched. And with that, we will take our first and only break on this episode of Charmed Geek TNQ episode. No, it's Geek Stuff TNG episode 679. Oh, I got it right. Oh, you got it cool. right. Um, power of three. Power of three. Okay. No, we're using that for charm stuff. Can't use it for both. You can use the same title. For their episodes. How about we just call it shows. Charmed, charmed stuff. TNG. You got it. How about this? How about this? Even welcome, charmed stuff. Charmed stuff. TNG. Exclamation point. Will that well, fit? 
<laughs> That's yeah. No, exclamation point's going to throw things off. It's just Charm Stuff TNG, and we're going to break. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff, TNG, directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments. Oh. <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's mm, on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> So call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Pottern Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Okay, here we go. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real on-set stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step -step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID. Hey, this is Nicholas Brendan from a show called Life. I laugh in the face of danger, then I hide until it goes away. And you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. 
Geek Stuff TNG. Live from the Sandwich Shop, Party Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Hefuna Studios, it's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you're from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foil is open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get what 18 scale hanger accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received. Fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or shows or conventions. And I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Hello, Big Kev and Sandwich, and of course, West Coast Scott. Guys, this is Superfan David D. calling in to give you all the inside information on FurnaceCon. What is FurnaceCon? FurnaceCon is a division of Huracan, and FurnaceCon will take place on June 4th, that's a Saturday, at 100 Main Street, East Rockaway, New York, 11518. You got questions? You can email Huracan, H-U-R-R-I-C-O-N, at yahoo.com. Also, look for Huracan on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll have hundreds of comics, toys, action figures, signed books, etc. We're going to have a raffle with very many unique items. And the reason we're throwing Hurricane, uh, Furnace Con, excuse me, is because the church's furnace uh, failed over the wintertime and it had to be replaced, and that was a big number. That's at the church. And all proceeds from Furnace Con will go to the church. All sales, our admission is a $5 donation to the church, and everything else goes directly to the church. So thanks again, guys, for um, keeping everybody informed about FurnaceCon. June 4th, 2022, in East Rockaway, New York. And thanks so much. See you all there, I hope. Bye-bye. East Rockaway, New York. I thought it was East Rockaway, New Jersey. Doing doing our part to support FurnaceCon, we are sending an ambassador to that show ambassador sandwich will be in attendance at furnace con there in beautiful rockaway new york on june 4th if you meet up with the sandwich and you say the secret phrase hey sandwich you should have played Fortnite with kev you will win a prize so there you go 
Hope you've got a bunch of uh, Geek Stuff TNG stickers in your pocket to give away for all the people that know the secret phrase. The secret phrase. What is it, Sandwich? Looking up, I'm looking up where Rockaway, New York is now. <laughs> where am I going? You'll go. They have toys there. You'll go. Yeah, you said you like going to these the, the little toy cons. That sounds like the perfect going. where toys are except the our mailbox and storage unit. Yeah, because I don't get to buy them. They're just your toys. It's not fun to see. Oh, look oh. at the cool toys my friend got. Mm. They're the show's toys, sir. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. That's a we know what they live. It's a lovely t-shirt you're wearing. Just like point out. It's a good one. What you got? What is it? I didn't see it. One Tron? my lovely friend got me. Yes. Is that like original Tron or is that Tron Legacy? I don't know. Yeah, give him. us a look. Give us a look at it. Give us a look. I don't know if you can really get a good look at it. it just well, maybe if you get up, you know, step back yeah. off of it. Oh, that's the original Tron right there. That looks like the looks like the side of the cabinet for the Tron Discs of Tron game, one of the best games and ever. And glows in the dark. Oh, nice. Yep. Must be some kind of friend gave you a really keen t-shirt like that. It's the kind of guy you want to play Fortnite with. I'll play Fortnite, okay? I'll play Fortnite. <laughs> His you boss must have called it canceled on him. That's why he's, he's saying <laughs> no, that he's playing it now. <laughs> All right, let's... let's Will uh... it kill you? Will it kill you? You can play with your boss anytime. Me and Dave have lives. Well, I have a life. You're literally well, I mean, con- you literally control your own hours. That doesn't mean I can't I, that I don't work. I work. I have a life, and I'm told I'm being. Who endorsed. is keeping these packages coming in? Who is you. keeping that storage unit running? We're running. We're running out of space. That's where we're running. We are not running out of space. You're out of your mind. Running Time to get a bigger storage unit. No, it's archive. time to get bins and and educate the young sandwich in packing. It's time to get a bigger product archive. It's D and D. No, I'm he's sorry. playing the old product archive. <laughs> I'm just playing the product archive bit. Um, all right, should we move on to other streaming services, or do you guys want to argue about Fortnite more? No, I'm, the argument's clearly over. He said he'd play. Everyone heard it. Oh yeah, so Kev should be satisfied. Um, all right, so let's move over to Netflix. Uh, umbrella. Scoop back a little sandwich. We're getting way too much of you. Oh, I can never get too much sandwich. I can never be mad at you, sandwich. Thanks, Marge. Someone. I'd like to be wow. alone with a sandwich, please. Wow. Um, I can tell you some stories. Those are all uh, sound effects you hear in the opening uh, of the sandwich shop, which you can hear uh, if you're on our bonus show for five dollars a month on the Discord. Not, not if it's, Discord, if on the it's a sandwich, if it's a sandwich shop week, <laughs> you know, you can also hear charmed stuff TNG. I can't wait to Ep- see what opening, episode one power three. I can't wait to see what opening Scott comes up with for that. <laughs> Man, it's gonna be great. I just got a lot more work this week. Great. Um, hey, you got a promotion, right? Isn't that what you told me? <laughs> yeah, unpaid. Yeah, I got a promotion in in real life. Unpaid producer. Unpaid producer is now unpaid executive producer. Great. Wait, no, executive producers don't do anything, right? It's producers that actually uh, work. Unpaid producing. 
uh, I will be journeying uh, and staying in the, uh, uh, the, the area, if not the immediate area, to uh, West Coast Scott in just a couple of weeks. As theoretically, Scott and I will, <laughs> theoretically still, Scott and I will, uh, will uh, go to Celebration, as the rumor goes. And Disneyland. And Disneyland. Yeah. When are we going to Disneyland? So, so now I want to make sure to give everyone I know plenty of notice in case they want anything. You act like you literally don't have Who, anything that would have been there Where is this anyways. even coming from? All I'm saying is I want to know when we're going so that I can tell people I'm going. And I, ever since then, I've, everywhere else I've gone, I've said something. You want to bring up the one time I didn't. It's twice, but that's not the point here. The point is, is I'm just saying I'm putting it out there in case anyone needs anything. No, I don't. I don't need more toys. Who was, no one was talking about, you are not the only person on the planet. Just saying, I'm telling everybody. God, everything is not about you, Sam. I feel like we'll probably end up going the Tuesday or Wednesday before celebration. Celebration starts on Thursday. Don't I fly in one of those days? You fly in like the week before. So again, I get a new title. I'm unpaid producer. I'm also unpaid innkeeper next week. So or that week. So that's not true because as everyone knows, I am very generous to the people who help me out when I'm traveling. Isn't that so? Sure, now he shuts up. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's talk about uh, Umbrella Academy star uh, joins Natasha Leone series Poker Face. You know, I can't, I, no, I just want, no, I want Sandwich to acknowledge the fact that when I'm traveling and he helps me out, that I'm very generous. Yes. Okay, good. Thank you. I'm just saying. I don't want I don't want it out there that you know that I'm just freeloading off of people. Um, I play those crickets all damn day. It's just not the truth. So David uh, Castaneda, Castaneda, sandwich out. Take the girlfriend out. The two of them. To fancy places, too. Like, I don't take them to the cheap-ass places. I take them to good places. And dessert. Dessert is part of the meal. Dessert Dessert is is part part of the the meal. meal. Yes. Thank thank you. Can we get a drop of that? Of that, yes? Can can you pull the mic a little closer so we can get a clean, clean drop? Yes. Can you say, yes, Kev? Yes, Kev. Yeah, do that one. Yes, Kev. Good. Isolate that. Isolate it. Like like this one? Bullshit, I say. Um, yeah, all right. Let's, like let's talk about uh, Poker Face, which is the Ryan Johnson series for Peacock. But it, but uh, Diego... Oh, sorry can i just say i didn't even realize peacock was still going because i thought peacock didn't really have a lot of original content left with yeah and it lost like you know hard on the way several billion dollars last year but it's still going it's still but it has universal so it's although it's oh, okay. peacock 
and associated with NBC, it's NBC Universal. And Universal has a huge film library. Oh, like, okay. That's, that's, what, that's like, what's keeping me going. Nearly enough stuff up on Peacock now um, from the Universal Library, which prob- probably, in my opinion, might even coax, might, might even coax uh, uh, people into paying for that shit, even if it was only a little bit. Um, they don't have nearly enough of their library up there to entice anyone into paying, you know, and the stuff, you know, and the bullshit things that they do, like they put up, well, here's the first three episodes of what was that sci-fi series with the guy that played solo? Um, I can't remember the name of that, but I was, I know dying. what you're talking about. What's that? I can't fucking think of its name. You know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about though? Yeah. Yeah, I can't I, remember the, the, the guy and the guy who played solo in the solo movie has another sci-fi show. It's a, it's a really famous book, sci-fi book. I can't remember the name of it now. It's going to kill me when you say it, I'm going to scream. Resident aliens over there on Peacock too. That's uh, the no, Alan Tudyk that's not what, show. That's not what we're talking I'm about. just saying that's another show that's on Peacock. The fuck is that? Now we got to look up the guy that's that played stranger solo. in a strange land because I might've even paid for that uh some new new frontier no that's dc uh aaron iron ironike or whatever the the i know it's brave new world i iron brave new world right yeah yeah so they showed you they gave you like one or two episodes of brave new world uh which also had um one of the girls, one of the young ladies from uh, Downton Abbey was the female star of that. Uh, she played the middle child. No, she played the youngest child in um, the youngest daughter. What was her name? Oh, the one that died, I think, in childbirth. What was her name? I can't remember the character's name. In, in um, Downton Abbey um shit can't remember anyway the point is is that they gave you like one or two episodes which i thought were really good but then it's like well now you pay and i'm like no (laughs) no not paying for peacock you know it's too bad too again universal goes back to the 30s there's a lot of tremendous movies in there that are just not i mean and are i don't know if universal is still a thing right they're still doing movies so you know, there's a whole ton of movies in there, uh, you know, that it, that are in their library that they could probably really legitimately use to entice people into paying, you know, a little bit for Peacock, but they're just not doing it, you know, and it's like, oh, you can see NBC shows. Well, OK, then why isn't Night Court up there? Yeah, then I why mean, isn't it's the office ER up there. The office is the only thing people are paying to see. Yeah. And ER is on Hulu. And Night Court is nowhere. So there goes my NBC, you know, uh, uh, you know, pretty much all of my NBC show. Was Little House NBC? I think Little House was NBC. Wasn't I it? Know. I think it was NBC. See, uh, Dom, back in the day, there used to be these things called networks, and there were only three of them. And my mom yes. never even accepted Fox as the fourth network, much less this CW when it was uh, UPN or whatever. Those, like, those so- didn't even count. Fox I heard about this, this mystical time sometimes when, like, at like eight or nine o'clock, the TV would just essentially 
stop broadcasting. No, no, that was like eleven or midnight. <laughs> the, we have reached the end of our the broadcast na- day. Yeah, and they would play the national anthem at the end and show you like, like some some B roll of like a flag waving and yeah. like the flag over Iwo Jima statue and basically like, you know, just random B roll of Washington D.C. as they played the the national anthem and, and then, then it ends. <laughs> It would yeah. go to static. Yeah. Man, can you imagine? And now there is like 24-7, 365. Everything is... Every yeah, channel, hundreds of channels. I, I can't name a single channel that in theory stops. None of them stop. Yeah, none of them. Yeah. Even when they become... Nope. Like when new when new networks come in, they like share. Like Because you remember there was a time that there was Nick at night. Like it was Nickelodeon was only on during the day. And then it would change to something else at night. Yes. And then eventually Nickelodeon expanded to have 24 hours worth of programming. But I mean, you know, and well, and then infomercials took up the rest of the slots and all that kind of good oh, stuff. Oh yeah. Infomercials. Remember one, nine hundred numbers. You guys don't remember that. That's all. That's all the advertisements no, were at, 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 after a certain hour. It was, numbers? it was, so there was a time when you would have to, if you dialed a one, nine hundred number, that was a pay per minute kind of a thing. You know, if you listen to the song, uh, baby got back, he says dial one, nine hundred mix a lot. And you could, call and they bleeped it out on mtv during the video because it was a real one nine hundred number and he would actually make money if you called it so that's our history lesson for today let's move on uh <laughs> speaking of uh catalogs of movies the james bond catalog is uh should be on uh prime now so you can watch all the james bond movies i i will start doing that because i've never seen any of them you never oh. seen any, not one single James Bond movie. Not one single James Bond. I've seen. Okay, you I think I saw. Them. I think I saw one Daniel Craig one. Okay, you need to watch them in release order. So make sure you're doing that. Okay. And then look, that's like thirty-five sandwich shops. That's a lot of movies. Here, here's what I would say. Um, I think that much who's like the best Bond. Well, I know what you're going to do. Who's the best? Bond? It's always well, it's always who your first one was. It's like it's like you're who's the best Doctor Who. It's always the the first one that you watch, you kind of you develop an affinity for and then you compare everybody else to no, that. So for me, I don't think that's true. Well, so for for me, the first James Bond that I watched when I was, you know, 13, 14 years old was Roger Moore, right? And he was like 65 when, then, you know. Well, I mean, that's But I love that's, I, I love mean, Moonraker and I love out. Octopussy. And they're not oh, great I movies, but the- I, had just, I had just assumed that's the name of the isolate, movie sandwich. That. I just assumed I just assumed that since you were in college when the Sean Connery Bond first premiered, I just assumed that that was your first Bond experience. But okay, yeah, George Lazenby from Her Majesty's Secret Service in the fifties or whenever that one came out. We might have a drop from George Lazenby. We might have a Bond drop somewhere <laughs> in in the archive somewhere. Um, but the, no, the point the the Wait, point hold on, is though. Hold on, there's a that... there was a really a movie called Octopussy. That's the name of the movie. Yeah, I didn't make that yeah, up. Octopussy. Right. I want to start with that one. You can't start with that. See, this is what I'm talking about, Scott. You can't be irresponsible with this kid. He's like, nope, I'm starting with Octopussy. That's it. No, you got to start at Dr. No, which is the first one, I think, right? I, I don't know. I don't know the all the... Golden, all of them. golden Gun? The Man no, with the Golden Gun? Golden Eye? No, Golden Eye is a much later film. Oh, okay. Goldfinger. Which I don't think is the first one either. Goldfinger. Go 
Goldfinger, you bastard. See, I it man, took me a while a man to with the Midas touch. It took me a while to understand that James here's, Bond is here's like what a title. We need to do with, here's what we need to guy. do with, with Sandwich. You need to watch these films. We need sandwich shops on these films. That's fine. But then you need a special sandwich shop where you discuss who your favorite Bond was and why. How many okay. bottles are there? Write that down. Uh, write that down, West Coast Scott. We need a sandwich shop for each of the Bond movies since he's never seen them. This is a bro. This could be a brilliant. This could be more brilliant than Shogun. You are not off the hook for Shogun, but I'll even I'll even say we can put Shogun aside temporarily because I would really, really, I'd I'd actually love it. This kind of make this is one of those things where I wish I didn't live in Hawaii. Because I would love to watch the Bond movies with you. I'd love it. That'd be a lot of fun. There's 25 films of Bond. Can you imagine six months worth of sandwich shops? Sandwich shop content. That's literally half the. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Six months worth of sandwich shop. Just just backlog for half a year. Shaken and not stirred series. That's literally. the, the the bond the, the sandwich shop bond of bond line that's that's the that's our lord of the rings trilogy is you listen it, you in continuity to every sandwich uh, every sandwich shop about bond sandwich and a martini you can actually you know what sandwich you you if if you commit to doing the bond films i will release you temporarily from the shogun assignment <laughs> because i think the bond films are way more important than show not as fun as shogun would have been and will be in the future but if you want to do bond that's fine but you have to do a, you have to do a wrap-up sandwich shop where you discuss your favorite bond and why make sure you write that down West each Coast actor Scott. gets I like want three get films the right? what's that does each actor get like three films, or is it kind of like no, some get five and some no, get some like, get more? Some it's just get how less. Timothy just, Dalton, yeah, yeah, George Lazenby, how well they do get less than three. <laughs> All right. Oh, I like that. We, is, we, we set the sandwich shop up for the is, next half a year. Is Craig done? This is supposed to be his last one. This is his last one. Yeah, and they have not announced a replacement yet, though. Yes. What I was going to say is when you get to the Daniel Craig ones, there was a lot of kind of talk that people didn't really like Quantum of Solace, but that's because it came out like, you know, three years after um, Casino Royale. But if you watch Casino Royale and then immediately watch Quantum of Solace, they're great because the events in Quantum of Solace is basically the next day after Casino Royale. And they're, they, all, they, they're all related. Yeah. The Daniel Craig ones are all related. Yeah, it go. I mean, it's like yeah. If you watch them back to back to back to back, it's yeah. almost like yeah. You know, he just goes They're, from one adventure to the sandwich, next. We gotta we gotta say this too. You gotta pay attention, mm-hmm. especially to the Daniel Craig ones, because they are not standalone mm-hmm. movies. They are the Daniel Craig ones in particular are related. Mm-hmm. So, hey, you know who else is in it though? Is uh, Commissioner Gordon from the new Batman movie? That actor. Yeah. Is is in the James in the Daniel Craig? Movies. Is he um? Is he the weapons guy? No, he's uh he's the FBI, the American CIA agent. I can't think of the character's name. Oh, okay, um, but there's a because yeah. I I know get... I know Q and M. I think are people who are important. Yes, Q is the Q is the the um the, the weapons the master, gadgets. right? Gadgets and and, and M then is M the is the one. boss. M is the yeah. boss. Yeah, 
So I felt like a fucking idiot when I realized, oh, these aren't all the same James Bond. It's just, it's like a like a title. Well, that's I a that's like a, a fan theory. That's a that. fan theory. Is that like it's the it's title? It it's like whoever yeah. whoever has. It's not in canon that they replace. It's because just... I could have sworn it was canon at this point that <laughs> no. it's just all like a title. No, like you it's become all... James Bond. It's the same. It's like it's it's almost like Batman in the sense that Batman has been around since the '30s. Yeah, but yet Batman is extraordinarily modern in his book. Well, how is that possible? Because he's been around since. He's been around for 80 years, whatever it is, 90 years. So it's, it, you know, 38, I think, was Detective 27, right? So mm-hmm. he's been around since 1938, and this is 2022. So we're 16 years shy of him being 100. So that's 80. Isn't that 80 years? 70 years? Or 84. Shit, whatever it is. The 84. point is, is that it's clearly... They just sort of modernize the story, but there are certain precepts that you already know. Mm. Bond is a member of, you know, Bond is a British spy. He works for somebody named M. Somebody named Q makes his stuff. You know, he likes the ladies. And, you know, like, and during this, during the area of the, so, uh, the era of the Soviet Union, it was a lot of, russian spies and and him interacting and so on so you know you're you're gonna need to pay attention you're gonna need to talk about how those bond films fit into the time period that they came out in a lot of them bond is a bond is a cold war uh you know narrative for literally most of the bond movies Mm -hmm. so yeah, that's you're gonna have to know a lot there, sandwich. And and I would say this about the the newer ones, they do kind of make it, they feed into that fan theory a little bit. In that, uh, you know, I think a character in at one point, a lettered character, gets killed and then is replaced with another person who then takes up the mantle. Like so, so it is in theory. Yeah, if. Daniel Craig. 007 is an operating number. Yeah. There are other double O's. Right, but that's what I'm saying is if Daniel Craig's 007 dies and the next person to take on the number 007 would also take on the name James Bond because that's just the, the name assigned that, to that number. Never, that's the never fan theory. That particular. Yeah, they've never yeah, said okay. that in, in the show. But again, like if, you know, Agent J, who does whatever J does, dies, the, the next guy's going to be J that does that same job. It's like that job is the title. It's just a title. But like I said, that's not... That's not canon. They haven't proven that. Yeah. And then who's and then who's the best Bond girl? Pussy well, you'll galore. Tell us in in half a year. You'll tell us who the. Who All the right. Best I'm gonna say was. I'm gonna say a name, and you tell me if it's a real Bond name or a fake Bond name. So the oh, first okay. one I said was Pussy Galore, right? You is that real? That? Is that real or fake? Is there actually <laughs> a Bond galore. girl named Pussy Galore? <laughs> no fucking way. No fucking way. Hundred okay, percent. Pussy Galore about, is a real name. How about there's, here's another name. Is this a real Bond character or not? Dixie Normus. That's from Austin Powers. Okay, so you know Austin Powers is a parody. It's a rip. It's a rip on Double of, of Bond a little bit in yeah. in many aspects. Uh, Doctor Evil is absolutely a parody of Doctor No. Yeah, and so, Lorne yeah. Michaels. Oh yeah, Gold Michaels, Gold yeah. Member, Goldfinger. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so yeah. I mean, so you have at least a little. What I think you'll find really entertaining, sandwich, is the <laughs> you'll see what where those things come from. 
So that will be really educational for you. So, so although Dixie Normus is not a real Bond girl, Plenty O'Toole is. Plenty O'Toole is. <laughs> what? Yep. Holly what? Goodhead? Holly Goodhead's another one. Just so what? you know. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Okay. Yep. That's fantastic. Let's let's move on. Now you're excited about this, the new era of the James Bond sandwich shop. Um, all right. So while we're on, on the subject of Prime, um, Stephen Yeun is recording It's Invincible Season 2. So they're they're working on it. I wonder how far the season two gets to. Like, do we get to, like, grown up brother? No, I don't. I don't think they're going to rush into it. I think they're going to take their time with it because I think it has more legs than, than uh, what you call it does, than um, the boys does. Mm-hmm. I think it definitely has more legs than the boys does. So for, I think they're going to take their time. From a graphic novel, is, is, are they graphic novels or are they comics? Which? Uh, Invincible. Comics. So it's comics. So Collected into graphic novels So in, in at least four different formats. So the events of season one, right? Like all, how many comics? Books, like all of those books. Yeah, but how many comics dark were covered? Or image. image. That's image. Just like image. They have four or five different formats. You know, they have the single issues. They have the collected soft cover, which is usually, what, 10 issues, maybe? Give or take. Right? Then they have the oversized, which is usually um, larger by a third or more uh, of the norm. So the, the, the trade, trade paperbacks are the same size as comics, size-wise. The oversized hardcovers, which are the ones that I collect... Are, are bigger by a third size-wise. I mean, like the art size, the overall size of the book is, I think, a third larger. And that usually collects like two or three trade paperbacks, I think. And then you have the omnibuses, which are a back down again, closer to comic size, but I think they're a little bit larger. And they are many, that's like five trade paperbacks in there. So I think. Oh, yeah. That's how I want to collect. They're like that thick. That's how I want to collect Invincible and Walking Dead like that. I had, that's, yeah, I have Invincible and Walking Dead like, boy. Well, you know what? I I can't, I have the Walking Dead in trades. So I'm going to finish Walking Dead in trades at some point. You really should, you really should be hoping my plane crashes. Because you I would wish that? never have to buy a thing. Yeah, but jokingly, but I would never wish that. Literally, everything that you want. It's like, listen, Scott. If I turn up dead mysteriously at some point, make sure that they have sandwich as a suspect. <laughs> because I got literally every book the boy wants is in the storage unit. And I have in the exactly key. the format that he wants it in. Meanwhile, Mariska Hardigay and whatever whatever his name is shows up at Sandwich's house, wants to talk to him. Blunk, blunk. It's Law and Order. No, that's Geek stuff. TNG. If, Sandwich, if only Sandwich has sex with me to death. Oh, that's that's the SVU. Hardigay show up. <laughs> the Ice T, Ice T, and only if uh, I'm a special victim. still SVU. That's still SVU. Who's on regular yes. Law and Order? Uh, no one, because the they new, just brought the it back. New ri- no, that's Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson is on the new Law and Order. Is he? Yeah, the guy I didn't think from important. the guy from it. the first. Uh, I mean, you can say whatever you want. Uh, uh, you know what he's from. What I always remember him from is the first Barbershop movie. 
he and his cousin are the ones who are stealing the ATM. That's who Anthony Anderson is. If you don't know, he's he's. I think he's one of the leads on the new. He is. He is. Yeah. On order, right? Anthony Anderson. I he like. Is. I like him. I think he's really funny. And I think if if it's between him and Craig Robinson competing for roles, because I think they're both hysterical, but they're both kind of the same type. So, twenty-one seasons of Law and Order, debuted yes. in nineteen ninety. With yes. Sam Sam Waterson, so Sam Waterson's going to show up at your house. Mariska Hardigay, you would not call uh, what's his name either Stabler, Christopher Maloney. You would not call him either unless Sandwich has me killed by the mob. <laughs> then you would call Christopher Maloney because that's organized crime. Is that one? I think. So yeah, you'd have to call like Anthony Anderson, and he'd be like shit clearly this guy killed him for D D books <laughs> and comics and toys and shit well see can i don't know if you're Anderson aware of this have that shit solved instantly i i would use mo i would sell 95 percent of it so i could get a house <laughs> i i would think you would sell at least some of it to pay the storage bill while you figured out what to do. Oh yeah, the yeah. House that Kev like, built. The house yeah. that Kev's toys built. Yes. Do you know? Do you know? And this is and this is not a joke. This is not a joke. Sandwich is the only person currently who has access to the unit and whose name is also on the unit. Which you I know, set that's... up because if something ever happened to me, I was afraid like. Sandwich would have to go in there. This is like Big Kev plans his death stuff today. Uh, Sandwich one, has to go One in. of you will betray me. <laughs> is it Sandwich me, Jesus? And, and say, oh, hey, the, my name is The Sandwich, and I need to change the payment. You know, I need to change. Oh, this, of course, means Sandwich has to get a credit card. <laughs> but I need to change the payment form for this unit to this because... I'm taking over the payments. So sandwich, you if you haven't already sat down with West Coast Scott to discuss your finances and your future, I'm going to again recommend that this is the time you need to do. I know you don't listen to me about jack shit, but you really 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 should listen to me on this one and subsequently listen to West Coast Scott about financial planning. There, I've said it. Now, if something happens to me and you guys do an episode and it's like, all right, well, Kev's dead and Sandwich is destitute and has lost the unit because he did not listen to Kev and do some financial planning now, I don't want to hear shit from you. Episode Geek Stuff TNG, episode 700, Kev's dead. <laughs> yeah, it's Kev's dead and Sandwich is fucked. That would be the name of the episode. Because if he has not listened and spoken to you and subsequently listened to you, it's his own fault. So I will say this, uh, being co-owners of a storage unit in some states, you guys are like common law married. So just, just so you know. We're not, we're not co-owners. <laughs> just for the record. We're not co-owners. Sandwich <laughs> is listed as persons with access. All right. think, think of it like he he is Alfred Pennyworth and I'm one of the Betkids. 
Why isn't he Batman in your I Alfred? Yeah, I don't know. I think the analogy is more that he's Batman in your Alfred. Yeah, I I'd be more on that vibe there. Yeah. <laughs> or he he's the Joker and you were goon number three. No, no, because Joker doesn't care like about the, goon. No, one I like any. the me as Batman part of it. It's that I don't know. He's not even quite Dick Grayson. Where does he get all these wonderful? That's why I said one of them. I didn't say Dick Grayson. I just you tell me whatever number you think I am. Yeah, I don't. Mm, I'm not edgy know. enough to be Jason Tim Todd. Drake, Jason Todd. I'm not Jason. Jason Todd's edgy. Tim Drake. I'm as edgy as a circle. Right now, though, the way I feel these days, you're like uh, Carrie. Carrie, what's her name? Is that the one from um, uh, Dark Knight Returns? Uh, is that because you're yeah. old crotchety Batman at this point? <laughs> some days, some days I am the Dark Knight Bruce Wayne. Just, yeah. just wait, wait, wait till we have the big blowout fight between Kev and his bestest friend, Superman, <laughs> Superman OG. <laughs> I don't see that going well for OG. Do you even bleed? Wait, are both of your moms named Martha? Is that is that a chance? Is there a possibility that you and OG's mom are both named Martha? My mom's name would need to be Martha, and OG's mom would also. And OG's mom is not Martha, so and neither is mine. So that doesn't work. That doesn't save him. I would assume OG's mom has some Italian name. Yes. Like the Italian mom name, and she probably makes very good uh I, I know it. I'm not saying it. Because no, no, I don't I'm, we don't have to say his mom's name. That. No. But we, I don't, I'm sure we've said it on Big Kev's Geek stuff a thousand times. I, I know we've said his dad's name a million times on the show because it's funny. Um And no, his, no, his mom, no, his, they, they're very, they have very, very typical Staten Island Italian names. So, <laughs> all right. I so, don't know. Out of respect, though, I don't think no, we should. Say, we don't, we don't I, need if to say he it. was here, I would say them instantly. And then he'd be like, don't say my parents' names. But I don't, I don't know. Speaking of OG, we are overdue because there's a lot of OG content needing commentary here. So I'm going to, I'm going to reach out to him again and see if we can, we can land him for an episode to talk about Vox Machina. Wheel of Time, and what was there was another thing, wasn't there a third thing? I feel I like there know, was, maybe I'm wrong. but maybe at I'm least wrong. Th- at least those two things. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's let's get this towards the end. There's one more thing that I wanted to mention, and we talked about it a little bit before you got here, Kev. Um, okay. So remember last week we talked about uh, Kiernan Shipka, right? She's uh, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. She was going to make an appearance on uh, over there on Riverdale. Yeah, but the you, show no one watches. But you may know her from a show that everyone watched, which was Mad Men, right? She was Don Draper's daughter, Sally Draper. And she recently said that she is up for, I, I guess, a not really a reboot, but a continuation of Mad Men that follows the life of Sally Draper, which would be somewhere in the probably early 70s. And I would assume that she would probably follow in her dad's footsteps and go into advertising. I think it would be great. If, if, if you got, you know, Matt, Matt Weiner, the same, if you got the same writers involved and you just follow this with, with Sally Draper as the main protagonist, I'm all, that's a, I'm all that's about a, it. I want a job pitch. Yeah. She's working though. But I mean, I, you know, Everybody, if somebody funds it, that's I, it. I have a feeling though that it's like, it's, I'll, I'll use this example, even though it's a bad <laughs> example, but I'll use it. It's like Bob Odenkirk going, you know, it would be a funny show. 
how did Saul get here? Well, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned Better Call Saul. I think I think I had it in the prep sheet. Um, or did we talk about it last week? That that they season kicking that, off. Yeah, and that they that they've already. Oh, hold on, I don't. Did we talk? Yeah, we did. We talked we about did. it last we week. We did. Yeah. yeah, and and that they're even talking about a rise of Gus Fring. Like same thing. So then. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, you're right. You know, you just kind of throw it out there in the world, and maybe the right producer says, "Yeah, let's do it." The right, the network says, "Yeah, we can run with that." Hey, by the way, on, and you know, one of the things that the one of the reasons we brought that up is because Car- Giancarlo Esposito will be at Celebration, uh, where I will get uh, a Moff Gideon toy signed by him, God willing. Do you have the toy? Um, is it in your possession? I got the toy. I found one of those in the store. Tell me why I can't all of a sudden find a grief cargo figure in the store. You know, tell me why I can't because there were a thousand of them and they just sat there forever. I can get one of the awful, one of the credit series. Do you remember those? The black series, the credit where it's like, it's colored like the art at the end of the Mandalorian episodes. I can get one of those, but they're so bad that I don't even want one. I could also get a retro uh, figure of him as well, which I also don't want. So I don't know. Oh, and this is the part that I wanted to tell you. To me, it seems the best Apollo Creed figure is not the Jack specific one. It's the NECA 40th anniversary one, my opinion, 40th anniversary one from uh, Rocky four seems to me to be the best one. He was dead by Rocky four and it is ungodly. He died in Rocky four. He died he in Rocky Four. Oh, okay, yeah. right, 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 right. It's the one, yeah, but it's him coming in. You know what I mean? He's got the big that one of the heads is he's got the big smile on, and he's got the hat. The hat, yeah, the enormous hat. Yeah, yeah. living that, in America. Oh, you like the best one? It's the best one because he does the line to "I want you, I want you." You know, like there is no tomorrow. No, that's three. If there I was know. one of him in I three, know. I would get that for you sandwich and get it signed and have him right on there. There is no tomorrow. But I don't think there's a coach. I think I saw, did I see a, I think I saw like a coach one. Maybe it was Jack specific from episode three, uh, from Rocky three episode from Rocky three. <laughs> I can't remember if there is one though. I am going to get that for you sandwich. I'm going to have him sign it. There is no tomorrow exclamation point. Cause that's really <laughs> funny that, that that's a, th- that's a sandwich and, and me thing. There is no tomorrow. Um, anyway, uh, the point is, is that's the best one. It's ungodly expensive. So I have, I have veered off slight. I keeping my eyes open because I never, I never give up and I never surrender because that's what I learned from, um, Tim Allen in, um, uh, that movie shit. Galaxy Galaxy quest, galaxy quest. If I didn't freeze up and I can't remember the actor's name either. God damn it. Anyway, um, uh, that's what I learned from that. So I haven't given up on that yet. I have pulled back a slight bit on it, um, but I haven't given up on it. So uh, uh, getting it, but I am going to get, I think I'm going to get uh, uh, one of his figures from the Mandalorian just as a backup. And as of right now, there's maybe one other or one or two other people, I think that have proper figures of them that I want to get signed which is unlike the last celebration where I had like 30 that I got signed. What if you show up with Apollo Creed and he says, I'm only signing Star Wars stuff. 
I don't, I think if that was the case, they'd say that. All right. So I don't, I've never seen it. I've never seen them be like, I'm only signing Star Wars. I've never seen that. Okay. Yeah. You figure they wouldn't really care, but okay. No, no, I don't think they care. I just think they want the Moonay. So I, I don't think they care much about what you bring to get signed. But if I can't get one of those NECA figures, then I probably will, will go with a Star Wars one. I will regret it, but, and I will see if they have one that, that is appropriate for the, is there is no tomorrow. <laughs> if i can get him to write it on there i don't know if i can but we'll see anyway the point is is um uh yeah that that i was i was looking out for that uh to, to get signed at celebration so there you go cool well let's do one more uh convention you know so we mentioned furnace con we mentioned that uh, kev's coming out we're going to be going who the to hell was that celebration. guy that- about furnace con i didn't recognize that guy at all just yeah a fan just just, just a random con. fan um very nice guy um i think he said his name but it got obscured by the phones ringing but i'll clean that up okay um and then we're gonna do celebration right which is the what the 21st or so of of may <clears throat> and then uh i'm gonna also be attending uh june 3rd through 5th in los angeles at the hilton lax uh the hellmouth convention uh, formerly WhedonCon. So this is a convention dedicated to uh, the works of a certain uh, content creator. You mean the verse. The Whedonverse, yeah. Uh, so this is the HellmouthCon, um, which I've been going to, I think, since its first year. I might have caught it on its second year, but I think I've gone to it every year except the first one. Um, Who's going to be there this year? Xander? Uh, yeah, he's probably he's likely to be there. There's he's some big names. Asshole. <laughs> Um, asshole that guy he's, he's got his challenges he's got his what's challenges. his name brand is it brendan brandon something um it's okay you don't have to look me. it up I, um, it's not even worth repeating because i mean oh that guy was such a dick anyway who is is there anyone from any of his good show his good show gonna be there um well let's see a couple of lots of the uh lots of the various monsters uh camden toy uh is going to be there. Let's see. Larry Bagby, Tobias Jenelik, uh Mike Rad, Lilith Fury, see, I Alice said Wright, it, Eve Hamilton. Ready with the drops. So it, the bit's dead. Mark Metcalf. Lots, lots of good folks going to be there. Also, really good uh, merch. If you like, you know, the stuffs in these universes, um, there's lots of great artists that have uh, stuff that you can right, buy. Are you ready? So I'm gonna I'm gonna actually lead you into this again. Are you ready for the drop? This I thought that was when only when it? OG said it. I thought we were switching the bit, but that's okay. Is there anyone from Firefly gonna be there? Take my love, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. I don't care, I'm still free. You can't take the sky from me. Take me out. We're all 
holding. You're into my uh, and sandwiches Fortnite time. So yeah, so if, if you know, go to thehelmoth.org and check that out if you're in the greater so, Los Angeles so no area. No one from that show is going to be there. Is there may be. It is a, an anniversary of it, but I don't think it's been officially announced yet. So I, oh, I, I am not on the uh, announcement committee. I just I am, a, am a fan, and I like all the people that are involved in that. It's a fan con. It uh, raises money for charity. It's great. So. Highly recommend checking out HellmouthCon if you're out in uh, the Los Angeles area. First week of June. Is is this year's charity Save Joss's Career? <laughs> no. Dot org? No, it is not. It was, though, it was a charity. Uh, in past years, it was Ron Glass's charity was one for the last couple of years or after he passed. And uh, so. Shepherd Book. Shepherd Book, yeah. From what show? Barney Miller. <laughs> I'm going to play the Barney Miller theme there. You just wait. I will put Barney Miller's theme right in there. Um, sure you will. All right. Wait, is it, is it, wait, I can't do the bit. I can't do it. I don't, I don't know this show. I can't do the bit. Never mind. Do the bit. All right. We're going to move on. We're going to wrap it up. I'm, I hear the wrap up music playing. Um, oh, is that what you hear? Not. <laughs> Probably just have a bad connection on your end sandwich. I hear it. It's the good jazzy one too. It's not that typical one. Do you hear it? You don't hear anything. No, I don't. I'm playing along. I can do the jazz. Yeah, you make it hard when you want the jazzy one. Um, I know the quick, jazzy quick, one's cool. You got to mix quick, it up. Put it in soul glow. <laughs> I don't have that. Soul glow is a bit. It is not the wrap up music. And your hair is too short. You got to grow that hair out a little bit longer. It's not too short. I don't know what you're talking about. It's business up front, sir, and party in the back. And what we really need, we really need, is some. Uh, what's his name? Oh, Mick Foley. Mick Foley. It's a Mick Foley action. But your beard's got to get a little longer for that. I, I got to get I got to get more drops. All right. We got to wrap this up. I'm going to say I am at Pi Day Scott on all the social medias. That face, I'm not really on Facebook, but I have a Facebook uh, and Twitter and Instagram. I only have a Facebook for my unpaid producer duties. Um, Sandwich, what about you? You can find me on Instagram at Fat Dumbledore, F A T. D O M B L E D O R E. And on uh, Fortnite, immediately following the show on Monday nights. Yeah, yeah. I got Whenever your boss cancels on you. I, no, he didn't cancel. I still got to tell him. They're all on right now. They're waiting for me. Tell him you're experiencing technical difficulties. He, he can see that I'm online. But that's okay. Just tell him you, you're having trouble connect. Just lie. Just lie to my boss. Oh my you're, God! You're you know building what me. big people do when they have big people jobs? They lie right. to their boss. This isn't a big people job. It's playing Fortnite with you. I'm just saying it's your big people <laughs> boss. You can find me at Big Kev GS on Fortnite and the Xbox One network immediately following this program on Monday nights for uh, an hour or two or three. 
and uh, along with Cousin Dave and Sandwich as we attempt to solidify gel as the team that we are. Otherwise, you can find me at BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. And Cousin Dave sounds and looks exactly like Ron Swanson. Is that what I hear? I don't know what he looks like. I've never met him. <laughs> you at least I've, I've seen, so I know what you look like. <laughs> Cousin Dave, I don't know that. Cousin Dave, I feel like, I think, according to Dave, I think I've met him, but I have no memory of that whatsoever. So, uh, and then I think, wasn't there a rumor that I met you once, too? Who, me? Yeah. Now, you're the only one that made that rumor. If it wasn't me. I didn't. I, I thought maybe I was maybe I was cross-pollinating the rumor about Dave there. But, uh, yeah, and when I hear his voice, that's what I hear. I hear Nick Offerman. So, I just assume Dave looks like Nick Offerman. Which is probably not true, but that's what I hear. And with that? Oh, and with that, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 679, the one we're calling Geeks, uh, no, um, uh, Charm Stuff TNG, to a close, the way we end some episodes by saying, Good night, Liz Sheridan, wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music.
right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>